Nope. We're live. And are we live? We're live, we guys. Live. Welcome to the Fireside Freedom Podcast. It seems like most of us are having some internet issues tonight, but we're going to push through and, uh, and we're just going to roll with it. So guys, we always ask at the start of each show something like, what did you do for freedom this week? Or <laughs> something along those lines. I wanted to switch it up a little bit and ask, what did you do for yourself this week? Uh, go ahead, Brian. You're, you're just to the left of me. I do everything for myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. What did I do for myself? I don't do very much stuff for myself, uh, just randomly. Uh, I guess I worked on the camper so I can move into it and get the hell out of Minnesota. So yeah, I guess I did that for myself. There you go. Go ahead, Hawkins. All right. Uh, according to my wife, I do everything for myself. Oh, so dear. everything I did. Uh, now, uh, let's see, I made some phone calls that were needed to be made. And uh, I guess the biggest thing is just got some stuff done around here and got a lot of trees planted was the biggest thing. And, you know, it's kind of selfish short term because, you know, they're for me. But long term, those things are going to be here probably hopefully the next 50, 100 years outlive me. So I see it short term, selfish, long term, not really. Awesome. Tim. I took a little trip. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> it was just a short Where'd one. Where'd you go? Uh, two weeks. So, uh, started in Nashville for three days, two days. Then we drove down to the coast and spent a week in Daytona beach. And I worked on my tan and then we came back for the absolute time of my life. Our lives actually Becky enjoyed it. I think even more than I did at, uh, Nicole's living free in Tennessee spring workshop. Got to meet this talking head up in the corner here. Well, which way that way. Anyway, uh, Ken me and Letty all in real life. We've all been friends for a long time. My imaginary internet friends now became real friends. So Becky's like, well, now that I know they're real, I guess we can, you know, really be friends with them. So how about you, buddy? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess the only real thing would be I finally got to get out in my shop and clean it up some more and work a little more on my hydroponics system. Uh, but I mean, just, it was nice to just get in my shop and, clean start cleaning it again and actually make some headway awesome awesome for myself i also took a little trip i didn't go as far as tim did but i ended up at the same place i uh, went to nicole's workshop and uh, had a great time hanging out got to finally meet tim so he's not just a guy sitting in front of a <laughs> black backdrop and uh, it was kind of cool <laughs> kind of cool to put some uh faces to the name you know that they are actually real life people so that was that was really interesting and and a lot of fun but tonight we are talking about buying versus building and as doers so often we think that we should just build or do everything for ourselves but there are times when buying can make more sense or hiring it out to a guy because we could do something with our time that would create more value for us than actually doing the thing ourselves. So we're going to kind of get into that a bit, but to start it off, where do you go? Like what, what are some of the things that you think of when you talk about buying versus building? And we'll go in reverse order this time and start with buddy. Yeah, man, I, I come from a family where, we just didn't have a lot of money. So everything's scarcity mindset, even though I can afford to buy stuff, I'm still in the, maybe I can do it myself so much so that I was like, I want a welder. I was like, wait, I wonder if I could build a welder. <laughs> so I started Googling DIY welders and I saw a tutorial and I'm like, I could do that. And then I was like, but should you? <laughs> so uh, I unfortunately, try to look at building everything myself first, um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, so almost anything, the first thing I'm like, can I do it myself, you know, type thing, especially the more I've gotten confidence in doing stuff. I mean, before I was like, I was going to buy it all the time, but now the more I get used to, to doing new things, the more 
I'm like, well, maybe I could build it myself. And so for me, it's anything and everything, uh, you know, I, I try to look at, you know, how easy is it to do it myself or um, look at the cost as well. Uh, that's another thing is like just the cost uh, can get me to waffle on something for a real long time. So that's me. How about you, Tim? Yeah. So years ago, I tended toward build every single time. And it was, I think, first time, first part of it was because, well, we just didn't have any money. And my time wasn't worth near as much to me at that time either. Uh, just simply, you just didn't realize that you could go out and make more money with your time. Sometimes, not saying every time, but sometimes, you know, for me, a couple of instances right quick would are like the garage door I just put in a day's work and I saved myself a thousand dollars labor basically. But Becky needed a water table for the daycare. I think we spent $400 on it to hire somebody to build one, which is like a, you know, like a water play table with a bunch. Anyway, it's kind of cool. And it would have taken me, I, I'm sure, 20 hours to build it. So for us, for the daycare and for me being busy, it was worth paying someone else to, to build it for us and to buy it. So I just look at it as, will the, will the, I, I never used to calculate my time in the build versus buy. And now I do. So now it just needs to, the, the time needs to pay for itself as much as just the materials used to. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. I'm kind of in the same boat too. Hawkins, how about you? Yeah. Uh, when you first throw that out there to me, my first thought goes to the build, build versus buy is, you know, buy is going to be more expensive and building is going to be cheaper. That's my first instant thought. But actually, my second thought is buying it's probably going to be a better quality because they've mastered the build, if that makes sense. But, uh, you know, then I think of if I have all the tools and what I need and I start running through all those kind of scenarios and if I have the skills to do it or if it's something I have the interest of learning, I guess, if that makes sense. And the time, of course, if I have the time to do it and how quick I need the item or whatever it is built. So... That's kind of like my instant thought is, do I have the time to do it? Or kind of like Tim was saying, you know, is it better for me to go make the money somewhere else and use that to, you know, to put in? So that's mine. Quality and uh, time to do it. Brian? Yeah, <clears throat> man. I, uh, it, it's shifted. It shifted over my life, obviously. Uh, the older I get, the, the less the less I need to do it all myself, I guess. But uh, I would really weigh a few different things. And I think most of you have mentioned them going through, but uh, I would weigh how long before it had to be done. So if, if I had to be done next week and I had to take time off of work to get it done, um, I had to take in my, my paid time off or my vacation or stuff like that. But if I had six months to do it and I could like piece it out in my spare time, which I mean, what is that? But like trade it for something else of the smaller value um, that would work. Uh, so it all depended on how long uh, like skill set. If I was interested in learning it, I wanted to do it. Uh, like we had our basement done. We had water mitigation done in our basement, like put internal drain tile in and all this stuff. And it, I could have done that. I could have figured out how to do it. I could have probably saved a few dollars doing it, but I just paid them. I paid them to do it. They did it right. It was done and they did it in a day and they were gone and it works. So I didn't, I didn't hire somebody to build my chicken coop and the water system in it because I wanted to design it. I wanted to install it. I wanted to know how it worked, how to fix it if it broke. So that was way more valuable to me. So it was all like that. And then like the projects that can go forward into a revenue stream, you can always recruit that time and those skills built in selling whatever product comes out of it. So like chicken tractors, you can, you can uh, spread that cost over all the chickens that ever run through that tractor. So I don't know, it, it makes it easier for me to make them that way. Yeah, for, for myself, I always tended to go for building it myself, trying to figure out how to do it, to string something together, everything from, you know, building my own house to trying to create my own website and figure out all the tools for podcasts and, and 
different things like that. And I think sometimes that can come back to bite you if you don't have a plan on how to utilize that skill in the future. I like to learn things. So I kind of use that as an excuse to, hey, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to have me a new skill. And then like I get bored with it after trying it out for a while and kind of halfway figuring it out and I move on and never actually finish that thing because, hey, I got it figured out and it kind of works. And so I, I do struggle with that. Um, Nate in the comments said, for us, it depends on the application. If I can save money, but it takes a little more time, then I'll build. Then I look for used. Then buy new if it saves me a ton of time and is exactly what I want. And so that, that brings us to our next question. What projects, you know, working around, around your house, around the farm, homestead, or even at your jobs? I know Tim is a hand, fellow handyman like myself. And I know we all run into some projects somewhere in our life that we just don't want to do for ourselves. What are those projects for you that you immediately like, okay, I'm going to hire that one out. I'll go first on this one. For me, that's drywall, electrical, and plumbing. I try not to mess with those. Like I do not like those. I will avoid those almost at all costs. Go uh, clockwise this time. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, drywall, definitely. No, uh, I I don't mind drywall. I uh, I would prefer to have somebody do it. Like uh, the type of projects that I definitely run straight to having it done. Oh man, uh, big, big intensive projects. Um, if it's going to take uh, like doing the basement was an example. Like I I never even considered doing that myself. I was just like, it's done. Like putting in a new septic, uh, stuff that stuff like that with uh, having to rent lots of equipment and this and, and, and big, big stuff and stuff that uh, yeah, other than that, I just kind of do it myself. Uh, electrical's fine. I've built all this huge skill set of different things, um, kind of like a handyman, a jack of all trades type of thing, where I can kind of accomplish everything um, if I put my mind to it and I have enough time. So, yeah, the only thing I really, really go direct to buy would be like that basement project and and bigger stuff like that. Yeah, for me, it's gonna be a. Uh the straight to pay someone else to do i guess be painting i hate painting you know when i when we got this house i was we got a you know brand new house i was like you pick out the colors those are the colors that it's gonna be because i i just for whatever reason i despise it and uh you know and it's, it's it's something easy but i guess where it's tedious and stuff and there's some special it just doesn't interest me to paint a wall at all and then uh like uh, Brian was saying there on some of the bigger things like I was originally planning on doing the septic system here at the house but it involved uh we ended up going with a lagoon that involved like big equipment you know the big the dig the lagoon plus you know a concrete septic tank moving it and stuff and it just it wasn't worth uh renting the equipment and trying to learn it and all that as opposed to just paying someone and boom it's done so those kind of things and then bigger structures, you know, like the big building I'm in now, I could have, I could have built it, but it would have taken a long time and a lot of learning uh, exactly how to do it. I guess sometimes on some of those bigger ones to me, someone's already worked out all the kinks and knows how to do it and just let them go with it. Uh, ones that I'll definitely, you know, look to doing myself immediately is any of the smaller projects of, you know, putting together wooden frames or shelves or, Anything like that electrical, you know, that's something I've kind of learned and gotten very comfortable with over the years. So those kind of smaller handyman stuff, you know, calling a guy for a leaky sink or anything, you know, I'll knock all that kind of stuff out. But yeah, if it's going to be like a tub remodel, I've done it before. I hated it. And uh, it was in a house I was selling. So that's totally different than the house I'm living in. Because that's, you know, that's a big thing. If it's something that can ruin my structure, you know, I'm not going to do major electrical work in the house because if it catches fire, it's going to burn the house down. So, you know, plumbing the same way, you know, you can ruin, ruin your floorboards and a bunch of stuff real quick about having a, a bad leak you can't find for a month. But that's where I go with a pro because they also have the insurance, I guess, if that makes sense. So if it's something that's risky uh, and something that, you know, you want that extra insurance on, go with the buy. 
Yeah, I would say uh, drywall. I hate drywall. I can do it, but anyone I've ever hired to do it for me can do it three times as fast and twice as good as I can ever do it. So it's worth every penny. Heavy lifting. I now hire young and dumb kids to do all the heavy lifting for me because they have the strong backs and the weak mind. I have the strong mind and the weak back now. So it's much easier to hire young people who, you know, pay them well. And I usually tip them and buy them lunch or whatever, but whatever it happens to be. And the big one for me that's taken a long time to come around on is things like graphic design. So, you know, I, I, I always used, well, especially back when I really didn't want to spend any money, I would always take days and days and days to learn a new uh, Photoshop or GIMP uh, kind of skill. And then it would always turn out and I'm like, ah, it's not bad, but I'm sure someone else could do it better. Well, all I can tell you is if you haven't discovered the joys of Fiverr, you can get things done on there for really cheap, really quick, and well, pretty quick and really quality. I just, I don't frig with it anymore. I got my YouTube intro done there. I got all my channel logos, our coffee company logos, my all seasons maintenance logos, everything. I don't even, I don't even touch anything tech related like that now. Yeah, so for me, this one's a tough one because I like to try to do everything myself for the learning experience. Um, you know, it's like the shed. I mean, I converted it to an office and I, there were so many problems, so many things with it that I'm like, I should have just built the shed myself. You know, it would have taken a little longer, but I feel like I could have done a better job at it in the end. And so, like, that's where I have a real hard time hiring things out because... You know, I want to give it a shot myself because I feel like I will go slow. I will take my time and I will learn everything about whatever it is. And I'll end up with a good quality uh, result in the end most of the time. Uh, and I have a hard time finding people that will actually do a good job. And so I just don't trust other people to do projects for me. Uh, the There is, you know, there's one that I'm kind of on the fence and that's tiling um, an entryway. Um I've never done tiling and it terrifies me for some reason. And, uh, and then the other one is I attempted it did not, I did an okay job. Um, but it took me eight to nine hours of work. And that is, uh, uh, doing my driveway with a bulldozer and gravel. Um, it's okay, but I know for a fact, uh, that somebody else could do it in an hour, what I did and do it better. And so like, I think I'm going to save up some money and pay somebody to completely redo my, uh, my driveway slash parking lot, uh, with gravel because they're just going to do a better job. They probably know a few things that I'm unaware of. Um, and so like, for the most part though, I'm like, I am very much a, I'm going to try to do it myself for now while I'm still in the major learning phase. And then I'll figure out more what I don't like. And then if I can find somebody you know, hire it out to somebody else, but I'm still in the, I don't trust anyone else. And most things, if I take my time, I can get a better quality product out of it. Oh, and the other thing is I, I'm not self-employed. And so um, I work eight to five. So my time, while it is worth something after hours, it's kind of also not as well. You know, once I actually get a business going and start making money, and have that direct input of where the more money, the more time I put in, I get a multiple out of revenue. Um, that's when my money, my time is going to be worth a little more from a uh, from a dollar value perspective. Right now, my time is almost free uh, while I'm in learning phase and trying to get something started. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> so uh, that's that's me. Yeah, it sounds like a common theme running through there is, you know, do you have the time? Do you do you enjoy the thing? Um, I one of my neighbors asked me to do a drywall repair for them recently, and I I did the job. Uh, you know, it was just replacing one one sheet of drywall and then mudding it. I had to take out a couple pieces of trim, and then nail it back in, caulk it up, and then painted the whole room. I did the job for them, and then. At the end, I was like, now you can't tell anybody that I know how to do drywall because I don't like drywall. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, I already gave somebody your name. And I said, well, 
not for drywall, no more. Cause I don't, I don't mess with that. With that being said, what are some of the factors that you figure into whether or not you'll do it yourself this time, or like say it's a first time thing that you're trying out, or maybe something you've done a couple of times and you kind of know, what are some of the factors that you take into consideration there, be it the money that you would have to spend for somebody else? Because, you know, let's face it, sometimes maybe somebody else could do it better and faster than you could, but we might not have the cash to lay out for whatever that thing is that we need to do. So be it the money you have to lay out right now, the time that you would spend doing it, the skill you might gain from it, or just the enjoyment of it. What are, what are some of those factors and how do you put that together to decide, should I move ahead and do it myself or let somebody else do it? Brian, go ahead. <laughs> I think you just laid them all out there. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to think of my fence example or my fence install. Uh, we, we fenced in a little over an acre around our house for the dogs. Um, and it, we, I got a rough ballpark price, a different bunch of different types of fences, uh, having them installed, buying them myself and putting them in myself. And I wanted to learn how to do it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm doing this. Well, it took like eight months. <laughs> so somebody could have had it done in, you know, a weekend or two days. I factored in, I wanted to learn how to do it. So I, I learned how to estimate all the materials, all the posts, all the fence length, all the, the ties and everything um, down the board. I learned uh, how to install it by first watching it, then doing it. So like I'm factoring in all this when I'm going to decide, yep, I'm going to do this myself because I could stand there and watch the guy and yeah. I wouldn't learn it unless I was doing it. I'd probably end up helping him and he'd get a free labor just because I'd want to learn it anyway. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of look at all that across the board and then time. It didn't really need to be done. Um, so I just got it done as I could after work on the weekends. So I look at all that. If I had had to have it done, like if I had something coming up where I needed a fence up, I would have paid whatever it took, but I didn't have the money. That was another thing to have someone else do it. I was accumulating the money over the time I was figuring it all out. And then I had it by the time I needed to buy the materials. So it was kind of like a, a layaway plan for me, I guess. So yeah, that kind of goes through my head in all the projects uh, down the road is uh, that thought process. Uh, for me, when I guess when, when I'm looking at doing something, uh, I kind of just wrote a quick list out is uh, one of the things, is there a tool that I need to buy to do it that I can justify by doing it myself, buying that tool? Uh, case in point, my recent one is uh, my big deck that I built on the back of the house. You know, it's 10 foot wide, covered, seven, 67 feet long. And uh, I could have done it. I could have borrowed the, you know, the, the nail gun, the air nail gun from my brother-in-law and stuff. But I really wanted that DeWalt frame and nail gun. So that was my justification because that way, you know, I'm not tripping over the hose and doing all that. And uh, I'd been wanting that a while. And I knew that I, the money I was going to save on that big old deck was definitely going to justify me buying that tool. So and that, the safety yeah, factor of not falling over the hose. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, just one, one person, you know, because I did it by myself. So that, you know, it was needed. It had to be had. <laughs> and like I said, I'm sure I saved probably God, a couple thousand dollars, if not more, doing it myself. So you know, a three hundred dollar nail gun—that's more than justification, I think, for it. Uh, the other thing is, it a skill I want to learn or develop? You know, I've helped build, people build decks in the past, and uh, I like it. And plus, there's a—you can build a lot of social capital when a buddy calls you up and says, "Hey, can you help me build a deck?" You know, it's something I'm—that's not going to be the last deck I'm going to build, I'm sure. I just got left a friend's house today and uh, I might as well be a handyman because I was like, yeah, I can get that job done for you. Get that one for you. You know, uh, it's a set of steps that he needs, you know, right now. And I'm like, well, I've done one set now. Wasn't that hard, you know, kind of getting over that first uh, initial leap. And like a uh, buddy was saying earlier, building that confidence. Um, the other one, the wow factor, you know, when I come home, I look at it and uh, I guess it goes in with my next one, pride. You know, when I look at that deck, I'm like, I built that. 
you know, we had a guy over here the other day doing a solar consultation. And I was like, hey, you see that deck right there? I built that. <laughs> you know, I tell everybody. And I show everybody that, you know, because it's a sense of pride. You know, and there's a lot of things like that. You know, it's sometimes it's better the, you know, if you build it and it's something that's going to be on your property forever. You know, you do get that sense of pride when you see it. You talk about your land and things you've done. Uh, money, like I said, I know I saved a crap load. Uh, time. Uh, I built it when I was off on maternity leave for when my wife had our son. You know, I knew that time was going to be there and I would have time to do it during then. Uh, because that is the thing. If, if it wasn't going to happen, we probably would have shut out, of, you know, the five or six thousand more, whatever it costs and get it done. Because we definitely wanted it. And then it was something I want, like I said, something I wanted to learn. I was eager to do. Because if it's something you're dreading, even if you got the time, you'll just sit there and look at it and be like, uh, yep, need to do this next, you know. But I wanted to get out there and get it done because it's something I wanted. And like I said, I knew when it was done, it was going to be a jewel for me, if that makes sense. You know, something I, I took pride in. So those, those are my few. That pride thing, that's such a man thing. I, I mean, I'm sure it can be a woman thing too, but I just, yeah, I... <laughs> Every time I come around that damn corner and I get down my back alley, I look at my garage with that siding on there. I'm like, God damn, I did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and I usually, yeah. But anyway, I, hard skills, right? Hard skills for me. I, I don't know. I hit a switch maybe two years ago, three years ago, where I finally convinced myself I could literally learn anything if I wanted to, or at least any construction skill. And I think you have to, you build these small skills. They're all like, I don't know, like the, the toolbox thing. And then once you've got them, all the new skills are just adding on top of that. So starting mm -hmm. last year, this year, I plan on something I hired out in the past. I had a guy do a cement walkway for me and he did a great job, awesome job, but I'm ready to learn how to do it. So I need to, I'm doing one all the way around the uh, south side of my house, around to the, the uh, west and then out to the sidewalk. So I'm going to learn how to do that. I'm going to do my driveway this year. I like any of the hard construction skills that I like to learn, like siding, roofing. Uh, one I did a couple of years ago that I had never learned before was uh, rolled vinyl flooring, you know, like cushion floor. That was another one that I wanted to add that skill to my toolbox. So I learned how to do it. Watch somebody then did it. And a lot of times I will overlook the cost of something or how much I could save if I don't know, I get that itch in my brain and I really want to learn something new. And when I get that, the only way to scratch that is to, to do it. And I obsess over it until I do it. It was like that that great big on-deck, uh, on-ground deck I did last year. That was the biggest deck I'd ever built. And I just, I had to do it. I And I couldn't do anything else until it was done. So for me, a lot of times it's, I'm learning a new skill is as much a motivation as saving money is. But these big, I don't know what you call them, hard skills or like, kind of system skills around the house, whether it's siding, windows, doors, all of that. I've gradually been trying to learn them. And so whenever I have that opportunity, I kind of throw the cost savings out the window, although it usually does save you some money in the long run. Yeah. So for me, sometimes it's just timing versus do I have the equipment and materials to do it? Um, like, uh, we, we recently just bought some furniture stuff off of uh, Amazon and uh, just to solve a problem that we had in the house. And I'm like, I could make it. And I mean, these things I got were just terrible quality, but they work and they look decent. I mean, uh, but it was like, we kind of need it now. And uh, I also, you know, I needed a welder and I don't have a welder. And so uh, I just didn't have the capability to do it. Um, so that, you know, so that put that also during the inflationary period of everything, all this stuff was manufactured a long time ago and was just sitting on shelves. And so it was still pretty cheap, it was still cheaper than material costs to go and buy it. Uh, and so just like all those factors and the fact we need to get it done, uh, it was just better to buy it, um, in, in this case. But a lot of times, like I just, I want to do it myself just to learn something new or to reinforce the skills I already have. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, sometimes it's just like, do I have to have the equipment to do it? Um, and can I, and like I said, can I justify the equipment cost? 
uh, to, to buy a new tool. And uh, so. Don't you just hate those, uh, those Ikea kits where they snap together and, and, yeah. and they look just passable enough to, to oh. be acceptable, but the quality is crap and they're cheap enough where you, you about can't buy the materials to build it like that. I, I hate Ikea and those places because of that, but yeah. sometimes well, well, you... what was interesting about this one is like when I was putting it together, I, like, I had to modify it a little bit. And uh, what I was looking at, it was like just looking at it and being like, okay, how did they build this? Like, how did they construct it to mass produce this? There's some really interesting things that they did um, that totally you would never get away with, you know, if you're you're doing it yourself. Like, like they took, uh, like they had a, a square pipe, basically square tube, and they took 45s and punch in two spots and then punched it out and then bent it. Uh, and these aren't even bent, you know, 90 degrees. They're just bent over. And then when you screw it all together, it pulls it together right. And then for the screw holes to, to do it in there, they just took a punch and pushed it through and then pushed it through. And then you screw it together. You're like, this thing is the jankest thing in the world. But like they were able to mass produce it well enough that in the end, it doesn't look bad. It was just, it was fascinating to see their production process. Mm -hmm. Lots of CNC machines and robots and such. I'm going to pull out a couple of comments over here. Uh, Nate said, back to where we were talking about things that we hate doing, plumbing and electrical for him, but he needs to learn electrical so he can save $1,000 to put the rabbits in their shed. Uh, Martinson family said they don't like trimming anymore, but doesn't mind if Ashley gets a few of her mom friends over for a hen clock and a trim party. Uh, let's see. Martinson family also said cleaning ducks. When I, when, when I go, it is far better to pay locals back home to do my birds overnight than to make a mess of the kitchen and deal with her hairy eyeball until it's spotless again. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then Nate also said his chicken coop, he's buying, I guess, buying equipment or tools and stuff so that he can justify the cost or the cost savings. <laughs> To, to build his chicken coop um, for myself, kind of what I look at is, do I want to learn the skill? I grew up in construction. So just about anything along that line, whether that is, you know, the pouring concrete, which I don't like, um, I can do a little bit of masonry. Don't enjoy that either. I can do all the framing, the siding and, I can build a house from start to finish. So it's a matter of, do I actually enjoy the skill or is there something else I'd rather be doing and let somebody else come in and do this? If it's for myself, I oftentimes will do it. Even if I hate it, just because I don't like paying a guy to do something for me when I can probably do it better, even if I don't enjoy it. But if it's hired out for say a client or a customer, I do have to look at my time can I hire somebody else to come in and do it? They'll do it fast, do it good enough. And I can make a few bucks off of them while I'm out doing something that's my time is more valuable in, or do I actually want that myself so I can babysit it and walk the job along and do a really good job for my client. So I kind of look at kind of depends if it's for myself or for somebody else. But when it comes to the tech side of things, I've always liked technology as well, like computers and cell phones and tablets. And I've taken them apart and replaced my own screens on phones and built my own computers and all of those things. I just, I like learning those things, but it's definitely not a time or a money saving issue because if you do those things yourself, other than like maybe replacing a screen, you're not saving money building your own computer hardly. I mean, cause you're going to upgrade the hardware you're going to go that next level up and you'll end up spending more money than buying something that would have done the job to start with. So it's kind of a tricky deal there to figure out, do I want to do it myself or do I want to, you know, just go buy it pre-built or let somebody else do it for me? Uh, so, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that I, speaking of DIY stuff, that is something I do not do anymore. I do not build custom computers anymore. The, the, the time and effort and then you and then the cost because it's so much cheaper to uh 
go buy a similarly equivalent computer and from Dell or something, and they have the mass production discount basically for everything. Like it just, mm -hmm. that is something as much as I like to do stuff, I do have a computer that I want to build, but I have very specific requirements that require me to build it. But other than that, like buy a computer off the shelf uh, because it's just so much easier to deal with. And I yeah. have all the knowledge to do it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a matter of, do you just want to do it? <laughs> it's, it's kind of what it comes down to sometimes. And for myself, you know, once I've done it once, I don't really want to do it again on a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. uh, just for instance, a while back, I thought I wanted to get into um, editing my photos, you know, pull up GIMP or whatever program on the computer might be. And I thought I was going to get into editing. So I played around with that a little bit like, oh, this is cool. And then I got bored with it and never picked it up again after about two weeks of messing with it. <laughs> so it's, it's just uh, piquing your curiosity a little bit and then moving on is what it ends up being for me a lot of the time. Overall, if you look back over the projects that you've done, the skills that you've gained, the times you've hired it out and all of that, was it worth it to actually do the thing yourself or yeah. Like how would you say, would you be more in the positive or in the negative over the choices that you've made over the last, however many years of your life? Like would, would you have been better off hiring out more things? Uh, go ahead, buddy. If you've got it, got anything there. Um, man, that's tough. Uh, I'd say I'm more on the side that I'm glad I have done it myself because of the confidence and the skill building. Um, however, there are definitely things that uh, I would, I wish I would have um, hired out uh, mainly my driveway. Um, and then uh, there, there's a couple of things that I'm, I'm still on the fence about whether I want to, uh, do it myself versus hire, um, partly because I have not found good resources to learn how to do it. Um, and so that kind of lowers that confidence level. If I can find a good resource on how to do something, it gives me artificial confidence that I can do a good job. And so I'll tackle it. If I can't find good resources, uh, then, then I will either not do something or I'll delay it or, uh, well, here's it. So, I do not want to fix um, whatever the, un you know, the roof comes down on your house like that. And then you have that underside here. I have a couple panels under there that I just need to replace. I don't want to do that at all. And if I could, if I knew somebody that I could trust to do that, I would pay them tomorrow to fix it for me. Uh, uh, some of that, some of that's because like, I don't exactly understand how it's in there. It's weird. Um, and then the other is I'd rather do other things. So, <laughs> uh, most, mostly though, I, I don't regret at least trying it myself first. It's hard to say for sure, but I would go back like some of the first big projects I did the old house that we owned out in Nova Scotia. It was 130 year old. And I replaced all the windows myself because I couldn't afford to hire somebody to do it. It took me a while, especially the first couple. But as I kept going, I got better at it. Uh, I think I probably lost more value on the early jobs I did when I was younger. And I think I, I'm making up for it as I get older, you know, learning things, getting a little bit better at it. I'm sure I, I'm sure I made money in the, what would you, the cost versus time on the siding, even though it spent me, took me all summer to do it. I, I know <laughs> that it, that absolutely I did. And then one other thought I had while we were talking about this was another thing that these doing these projects myself has allowed me to do is to buy the materials as I go and do the project as I can afford it. So I can start on something like last summer, you know, I would buy a couple of boxes of siding at a time. They would show up, I would hang them. By the time I got done with that, I had my next chunk of money that I could go and buy more. So it allowed me to work the project through. And also I don't have to wait two or three years for somebody who may or may not show up to do the job. But as far as cost, I, I think I've probably broke even 
I know my later job, like as I get older, I'm, I'm, I'm saving more money, but the younger ones, there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that cost me money, a lot of things that I wasted way too much time on simply because I didn't have a few extra bucks to do it. Hey, Tim, uh, how much money have you made on the skills you've learned by doing it yourself though? Right. So there's a whole nother kettle of fish or worms or whatever the hell you want. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> siding, uh, metal roofing, <laughs> even wind washing windows, you know, like, yeah. Well, just even do it, just do, doing your own basic maintenance that you could have called a plumber or an electrician for that now you're doing for a living and making money on it every day. So if you had ca always called the electrician, would you be doing the handyman business if you had always called the plumber? That's a really good point. You know what? I suppose you could go back and basically say that almost everything I've made in my business has been because I did these projects before. So that's a good way to look at it, Brian. I hadn't thought of. So I guess that's the exponential return down the road. Every, you know, it, it, you don't just remake that money once. You remake that money every time you, I, I mean, something as simple as changing your furnace filter, right? Or changing a belt on something or servicing your own lawn tractors, any of that. I mean, that. Yeah, that compounds over time. So yeah, you know what? I'd like to change my vote, please, sir. I'd like to say that I've made more money by doing this stuff myself. Uh, with mine, I'm going to definitely say I wish I'd done more myself earlier on in my life because I, I, back then I, I didn't have the same drive I do now as far as learning and wanting to do things myself and know how to do things and developing skills. Uh, because like now that I've done, you know, this garage, I'm in uh, building the loft, building the deck, building, you know, I did all the electrical work for the entire building, you know, including running it from the meter, you know, the big giant cables that you want to kill yourself trying to pull through a pipe this big, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, cause I told my wife, it was probably, I guess three or four months after we moved in. Cause our original idea was to do a barnuminium. We were going to build a hundred by 50, you know, metal building and then finish it on the inside basically and i you know like i said a few months after we moved in here i was like you know what sucks i was like now i feel confident that i could do that <laughs> you know just a year and a half or so too late well you know after making that decision but you know at least now i do have that that knowledge we're never going anywhere but we might give this house to the kids and we might build our barnuminium somewhere else you never know so if i'd started building those skills more later i guess you know like our last property i had a nice garage and I, there was all, I, there was tons more outlets i wish i had had but i i would never even thought about getting in that breaker box and you know wiring up another 20 amp outlet or whatever and run it where i wanted i just ran an extension cord you know and dangled it from the ceiling or whatever because i didn't have the confidence that you know doing it here because here i didn't really have much of a choice it was like do you want power or you know or not because i wasn't going to pay somebody however much it was going to cost to run all that uh so yeah i definitely don't regret any of the ones i've done i kind of wish earlier on i you know especially starting out smaller projects or kind of like brian was saying earlier when you do pay the guy paid more attention because uh i did have you know i usually did kind of but i also knew i was the guy that talked too much so i needed to let the guy work <laughs> and you just kind of walk away but yeah definitely no regrets on uh anything i've done because like tim was saying and that was the other thing i was going to point out you know the pride thing about all the stuff i built uh the other way i look at it is if something happens and i lose my job and i need to become a handyman i got my portfolio sitting right outside the house you know hey can you build a deck well i built this one can you put a roof on i did this one can you, you see what i mean like that's it's there's my portfolio right there and uh the other thing i didn't mention earlier when making the decision between you know, whether I was going to do it myself. Can I get a video out of it? My YouTube channel is made up of things I do. You know, and, you know, I, I do that all the time. It's like, well, is this going to make a decent video? Okay, well, let's do it ourselves and throw a video because you never know what might take off, you know. Or, you know, so that video now I'm gaining revenue on. I think I have a little backhoe I bought that was part of the plan with it was making some videos on it. And I've made total almost $400 off my couple little videos on it. You know, that's over 10% of that backhoe has been paid off now for YouTube revenues, not to mention all the things I've done with it. So there's all that to throw in there. 
Yeah, I mean, we were talking build versus buy, and when I first saw it, I was thinking house or shed or chicken coop, but I really kind of, when I looked at the the kind of the outline, I was thinking more that plus all the stuff you hire people to do. And like I mentioned for Tim, like the the servicing the lawnmower or the servicing the four-wheeler, changing the oil in your car or all that stuff is a build versus buy, even though it's a, it's a do versus buy more than a build versus buy. But yeah, Hawkins said exactly what I was going to say. I have a resume of things that I've done that if shit goes sideways, if I lose my job, cause I've, I've done that before. Like I've lost a job and all I do is just go to Craigslist and put an ad what do you need done for cash? And, you know, sometimes you get some lewd replies, but a lot of the times, um, you know, I, I'm raking leaves for a guy. He needs his lawn mowed. Uh, he's too busy to do uh, lay like a uh, stick on tile in his, in his basement. Like he pulled all the other shit out and he was like, yeah, I just don't want to do that. He paid me cash just to, to put that tile down. How hard is that? I had done it before, but even if I hadn't, I could have figured it out just the willingness to do those jobs um, can save your ass sometimes. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm way, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got to say really about that. I just wanted to jump <laughs> right quick, but what Hawkins said, when you said that you're, you're the guy that asks questions when somebody's working for you or you're talking, so am I. And uh, <laughs> When I'm working, sometimes it drives me nuts when other people ask me questions, so I understand. But whenever I hire somebody, I always kind of look at it like, hey, they're in all. I try not to bug them too much, but I always try to pick their brain on a few things before then. I'm like, all right, I'll just leave you alone. There's a separate rate for that, you know. Oh, absolutely. And it's the uh, the pain in the ass rate. I, I totally get it. And I'm sure I've been charged <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, because I know I've charged it before, but I still, when I, when I have unfettered access to an expert on something, I can't help myself, but ask questions. It's in my nature. You gotta. You yeah. gotta. Well, and, and that's actually something that I've actually debated is I've wanted to hire somebody to do a couple of things around here, but basically tell them, I want to hire you to do this, but I also want to help you. And I want to ask a lot of questions like, what's the charge for that extra part there too? Like, I just be upfront about it. Like, I want you to teach me how to do this while you're doing it. Double. It'll be double. And it could probably still be worth it. Yeah. I'm guessing you'll get some sort of line about, uh, you need to buy all these tools. You need to put in this many hours of work and then you'll know how to do it. Like I do. <laughs> yeah. Nate says 20, if I do it 120, if you watch, and probably, yeah, Tim said 240 if you ask questions. That's exactly right. <laughs> There's a difference between the people that are uh, just interested in what you do and the ones that are like nitpicking everything you do. Like you can tell they're looking over your shoulder to make sure you cut it square. And it's like, y'all just need to move on. Let me do my stuff. I know what I'm doing. You can nitpick it when I'm done here. <laughs> Quit watching. <laughs> um, for For myself, it's hard to say where that break even point is because I kind of grew up doing the things I do for work. So to say what skills I've learned, you know, that I just wanted to learn that I actually utilize, I'd say probably laying tile. I don't do too often, but I do have like a $4,000 tile job coming up soon. So that's going to help out there. Um, I've, I've done a few showers. That would probably be one of the biggest ones that I've just set out and taught myself. Most things in the construction realm, if somebody asks me if I can do it, I'm like, well, yeah, I can do that. And I'll go figure out, I've either watched somebody do it in the past or I've helped a little bit. And I can always watch a couple of YouTube videos here and there to make sure I get all the finer details right. So it's, for me, it's kind of hard to say if I'm ahead learning the construction skills, like things that I've just tried to do for my own or because I kind of grew up with that, but definitely on the, on the tech side of things, whether that's building my own website or figuring out my podcast stuff or, or that side of things, I'm pretty sure I'm behind because I'll take days to figure something out when, like Tim said, you can just go over to Fiverr and hire somebody to do it yourself, to do it for you for just a few bucks. I'm bad about 
liking that control over my stuff. If I don't know how to do it, what's going to happen when I need somebody to change a little thing on there? And okay, go to Fiverr, make the bid. They contact you the next day or whenever it is. By then it's too late to do the thing. So I think on the technology side, I'm definitely behind. On the building side, I'm ahead. In the construction side, I'm pretty far ahead because I'm building my own house and I'm doing it debt-free. So pretty sure I'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars behind if I hired a guy for that. So that's pretty much the end of the outline or the, the questions that I had come up with in doing that. What are some initial thoughts that you guys have or what would you say to somebody moving forward, some skills, you know, if they're considering learning, but not sure if they should do it themselves or hire it out, what would you say? Definitely do yourself and learn it and buy the tools for it and definitely hire a guy. I Brian, just, you want I to jump? Throw in, sorry, I, I just got to say, Ken, you're definitely way ahead on the construction end of things because I saw Taj Mahaler and that impressed the hell out of me, what you built. So you are so far Appreciate ahead in the that. construction game. You're you're kicking ass with that. It was, and I'm not just blowing smoke, guys. Like it's friggin' incredible. So, and then Ken's Ken's shy and embarrassed because I dragged him <laughs> up there. So we got ready to play it. <laughs> no, um, that's so, good. So what, do you, what was the was a definitely do definitely uh, definitely hire somebody? Uh, was that that where we were going? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so. Uh, definitely hire uh, somebody getting into into kind of trying to figure it out. Like if they're just getting into life, I mean, I've been making these decisions forever. Uh, so if it uh, if it's got to be done right away, and it's got to be done right, like if if screwing it up, like I'm perfectly comfortable cutting down trees with a chainsaw big trees, little trees, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But the one that's sitting in my front yard that if I fuck up is going to knock my house over, I'm going to hire somebody to do it. Like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm sure I could figure it out. I'm sure I could do. But I want somebody like uh, I think it was Hawkins said has that insurance and mm. has that experience that knows that they're going to drop it right in between the driveway, the fence and the house. Um, yeah, so on that, <laughs> when you said cutting down a tree, you see these videos on Instagram or TikTok or something. They'll have like a hundred foot pine tree and they'll take out a six foot section of fence and drop it right next to the house into that six foot section. It's like, I'm out. I'm not messing with that one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So something like that, my basement, I just wanted it done right. I just, I just wanted it done. Uh, that's a automatic hire. Anything that I can learn that it doesn't have to, it's not time dependent. Um, and I could take my time and figure it out if I fuck it up and it'll be okay. Like, cause I can make it good enough or redo it or the cost of doing it bad. Isn't going to, uh, like triple the fix cost. Like it was just going to be somebody else coming in and fixing my stuff and it's going to cost a reasonable amount of money, then that, that works for me. Uh, yeah. And if there's simple skills, if there's skills that I could acquire to use to make money in the future, I'm doing it. Like I'm figuring it out. So I'm not going to go water, waterproofing people's basements. Like that's, that's my big example because that's one of the big things that like, I was just like, I'm not doing this because I'm never going to do it again. I don't need that skill. And I probably won't own a house with a wet basement again in the type of condition this one was. So what was the point of me learning how to do that and doing it myself? Yeah, I, I would say uh, something definitely the, the higher out is something that can kill you if you don't know what you're doing. So like electrical work, I know to shut the breaker off. I know how to check and see if there's power there. I know if I cross the wires wrong when I flip the, you know, flip it back on, I'm going to flip the breaker. You know, I, I, I know. I, yeah, I, I, you know what I mean? Or the, how to check it. You know, and I, I've done it enough and I started out with, you know, just rewiring small things and starting like that and kind of built up to where I am now where I feel confident in it. I got a buddy, you know, he's scared to death of electric. And I'm like, well, if, A, if you're scared to death of it, leave it alone. You know, kind of like handling a deadly snake. You don't know what you're doing. Don't bother it. Uh, the other thing, too, just like Brian said, 
if it's something that's going to destroy destroy something or if you do it wrong it has a major potential of making things a lot worse you know there's a lot of things you can do like painting okay i'm gonna paint this room and i kind of screw it up odds are i can just have someone else come in and paint over what i painted you know i'm not gonna it's you know the walls aren't gonna melt and fall off so factor all that you know definitely factor those kind of things in the big one i thought we would have already touched on uh now with this topic was uh, where you get, you know, two out of the three. Cheap, fast, and done right. I'm sure everybody's heard that. You can either have it cheap and fast or done right, and but you only get to pick two of those. You know, it's not necessarily 100% definite because, you know, like we were saying earlier, well, depends on your skill level. But, you know, if you want it cheap and done right, it may not be fast, you know, because you're going to be doing it yourself. So uh, definitely... Take the you know that trifecta in there, I guess, kind of, and, and think of it and use that to kind of way. Like Brian was saying, he needs it done and he needs it done now, so it's not going to be cheap. He's going to be paying someone to come in and do it. Um, but yeah, so just keep those in mind. And if you ain't comfortable and you you could seriously screw something up, yeah, it's usually either uh, phone a friend or get that expert in there. Tim, yeah, I would say. A mistake that I made earlier on too, I would say focus on small scales or easy scales first. Like I always tell people, like when I'm talking about repairedness, you know, one or two steps above what you're doing right now is perfect. If you try to go 30 steps, you know, if all you've ever done is change, you know, a light socket plug or cover, and all of a sudden you want to go around and install your entire electrical panel, don't do that. You know, you might want to learn how to change an outlet first. Then you might want to learn how to wire an outlet. Then you might want to learn how to install a breaker. Then maybe I wouldn't still have never done a panel. You know what I mean? But in other words, learn the skills by steps because I did, I took on great big projects, renovation projects that were way over my head when I was younger. And I just ended up getting burnt out or stopped. You know, I, I never finished uh, because I got in over my head, didn't have the money to finish, didn't have the skills to finish. So you know, try not to jump too far, one or two or three steps ahead of where you're at. Start there and, and go. And then the cool thing is, especially when you're young and just getting started, all of those skills are building to bigger skills down the road. And each time you learn one, you move up another notch. It's like, I don't know, upgrading in an RPG video game or something, except it's real life and you can make money off it. Go ahead, buddy. You're on mute, my buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say to kind of, you know, everyone's caveats apply still. Um, try most everything yourself. Try try to figure as much stuff as you can out on your own. Like try it yourself and, and figure out what you just don't want to do and don't like to do. Also, uh, be willing to pay people to double check your work. Um as well. Uh, I have a couple of friends that are experts in what they do. And um, I, I'm, uh, it's not something that I am good at, but like I, I've had them double check my work and I've offered to pay them, but they're like, no, don't worry about it. But, you know, I'm perfectly willing to pay them for their time uh, because they're experts and I'm paying for that knowledge. Um, so seek out friends that know how to do stuff and be willing to pay them more than their hourly rate because you're, you're paying for their knowledge when they're checking your stuff. Uh, you know, and so in that case you can go, you know, Tim at a, you know, try not to go 30 steps above where you are, but you can maybe go like five to 10. Um, as long as you're having somebody check your work. Uh, and especially if they can do it as you go. Um, you know, like I, did a lot of wiring that I had no idea how to do. Um, and I watched a ton of YouTube videos, um, read a lot about it, uh, did some of the work. Unfortunately, my father-in-law is an electrician. And so he came over and double checked my work and was like, yep, you did it right. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, you know, and so uh, uh, be willing to find people that will just check your work and give you tips along the way and be willing to pay, pay them. And you can, solve some of your problems faster. So it's kind of paying a consultant in a sense. So. Yeah, that's such great advice. I love that. Um, I think if I were starting out, 
I would say, or to somebody starting out, I would say, look at how bad you can screw it up. You know, if you're putting a roof on your house, if your house needs a roof and you've never done any kind of metal or shingles or anything before, you might want to at least have somebody help you out who's done it before, who knows what they're doing. I literally have, uh, one of my friends said they, they saw a roof where somebody started on one side of the house shingling and went up over the ridge and down the other side and wondered why they had leaks. <laughs> so look at how bad you can screw something up before you jump into it. Like maybe shingle your dog house before you shingle your house, or maybe build a, a small deck before you go build a great big deck and end up causing leaks by the way you attach it to your house. If you can cause a lot of damage on something, at least like buddy said, bring an expert in to say, look, this is how you want to do the waterproofing, or this is how you want to mitigate what could happen there. But definitely go try stuff, like figure out what it is that, you know, do a, do a little part of it. Do you enjoy it enough to save $10,000 on it on a deck like Hawkins did? Then, then yeah, go for it. If it's not something you really enjoy and you're maybe not going to save that much money because it's going to take you forever and it's never going to get done because you just don't like going out in the evenings after your normal job and, and working on the deck, then hire somebody to do it. That's where I kind of go with that. Um, I don't know. Any, any other thoughts before we wrap it up? Yeah, I wanted to throw in there, definitely do practice projects or throwaway projects, projects where it doesn't really matter if you screw up, um, but you still get the skill before you do the big job. Uh, sometimes you just have to go for it. And I have done those and they are very, very, very stressful. Um, but I redid the roof. So we have an old uh, coal shed from the 1930s on our property that's brick. Um, due to some of the interesting things about it uh um i had to pull the roof down build trusses and then put a metal metal roof on it um and i'm like i've never built trusses i've never done metal roofing i've never done any of this stuff before and so i and then pulling the roof off i had to use a bulldozer with a chain to pull it off because of how they did funky stuff and so that pulled a few bricks off and so i had to learn how to do mortar like you know so it's like However, like I learned a ton of stuff and I have like one leak in one spot. Um, but I'm but it really doesn't matter because that particular building, it doesn't matter. And at some point I'll get up there with some silicone around the little nail and that problem is solved. So definitely shoot for starting on projects that it doesn't matter if there's one little leak, you know, or it doesn't matter if, you know, like. I did. I thought the building was square should have known better for a hundred year old building. Uh, and so like my trusses stick out a little further on one side of the shop or one side of the building than it does on the other side, because I was thinking exact and not like conforming it to the building. And, uh, so <clears throat> now if I had to do it again, I know a ton of skills to do it better. Um, and so, yeah, definitely try those demo projects and those example projects first. Absolutely. We are an hour, three minutes. Let's go around the horn and just say where people can find you. And if you've got any last thoughts, go ahead and share them. Brian. I think you're muted. You're on mute. You're on mute. Sorry guys. Uh, you can find me at thelotsproject.com. Uh, do a podcast Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube. Uh, just search The Lots Project. It's not the actual YouTube link, but if you search it, it comes up. Uh, Saturday mornings, do interviews, uh, 9 a.m. Central on Saturday, usually hour, an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Check it out. Hawkins uh, with Chicken Hawk Farmstead. Uh, Chicken Hawk Farmstead on YouTube. I do videos of stuff I do and uh, things I like doing, you know, kind of random stuff, reviews, building projects, all that good stuff. Uh, final thoughts, get out there and uh, do some stuff and develop some skills and learn what you don't like and what you like so you uh, know what to hire out and what to do yourself.
Yeah, uh, for me, you know, uh, toolmantim.co is probably the easiest thing. You can now physically find me back in Canada. So uh, I, I don't consider that a positive. But anyway, that's another story. Um, yeah, the workshop podcast three days a week. You can find me here. We got the after party, YouTube, everywhere. You'll find me. We'll have fun. And I always appreciate you guys. You can find me at buddy.net, B-U-D-D-I-Y.net. I have a weekly podcast that comes out on Monday mornings, uh, and I do a lot of things DIY from homestead and woodworking to electronics and uh, anything else that I have to do. I will talk about my podcast as long as it's DIY related, or if I lose my job, I'll talk about that for four weeks. So there's always that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's, it's a story of my journey to not knowing how to do DIY to learning how to do DIY. So again, that's at buddybuddiy.net. I'm Ken. You can find me at the constructed or at constructiveliberty.com. Also check out teamcatalyst.com. Uh, the constructive Liberty is a podcast. Team Catalyst is currently a podcast, but it's going away. However, the work I do with teens is not going away. So Check both of those out. Um, also, while you're listening to Fireside Freedom, if you listen on a podcast 2.0 app like Fountain and you stream sats, that will go out to all of the content creators that are a part of Fireside Freedom. So go check out Fountain or another podcast 2.0 app, and that'd be a small way you can support the creators that are a part of this. With that, guys, do good work.